Now, why do I call it stewardship? You guys have heard, I'm sure, lots of different people talking about the M word, time management, resource management, team management. What kind of a feeling does that conjure up inside of you? When I think of managing something, I think of it, it feels heavy to me. It feels hard. It feels like there's lots of pieces and like it might be complicated, right? On the other hand, when you think about stewardship, it feels different. Management implies control. It implies getting your fingers in there and doing and pushing, right? Stewardship, on the other hand, implies direction. It implies responsibility, yes, but it, it's lighter. And so I don't like to use this word management, and it could just be me. I'm not saying it's an evil word, right? But in my business, I choose to words, use the word stewardship. Because the stewardship reminds me that I'm the steward. And this ship that I get to steward, is not my ship. This is God's ship. It's God's business. And I get to steward it on his behalf, which means instead of me managing and forcing and controlling all of this, I simply get to guide the flow of these resources. The business revenue doesn't just depend on me. The owner's in charge. Again, that God that's in control of everything, right? He's in charge even of the revenues. And so the revenue that I get to use in my business becomes a tool to continue to grow the business, to get a return from, right? And so whether it's time that I get to steward or whether it's resources of money or, or other resources that I get to steward or whether it's team, Sometimes we call this treasure, just to be able to keep with the T's, time, treasure, and team. I get to steward those things. I get to be the one who directs the flow. But that flow doesn't originate with me. It originates with God. And so I get to go to him and say, okay, Lord, I believe this is where you're headed me to do this project. Where's the time? Because time is one of the, the, the difference in this, the difference in these things and this one is that this one is not renewable. Time is not a renewable resource. I only have this many days and hours and minutes in my life, period. I don't get them back. And for all of us who might have children still at home, this is super important. You have the rest of your life to make money. You can make money any day you set your mind to it. You only have this many minutes and hours left with your children at home. Don't waste a second. Invest your time wisely. It also helps me think about stewardship and investment, right? Investment versus cost. A cost is something that's spent and I don't get it back. An investment signifies a return, an expected return. So a, a cup of coffee is, an, is a cost. Like I'm going to drink it. It's going to go through me. It's going to be done, right? An investment in a training like this one, you're going to reap rewards for forever as you implement what you've learned. An ad spend is an investment in gathering your right people. A book is an investment in training. A coach is an investment in training. A cost 
is a, a light bill. Like you have to have it, but you're not going to get anything back from it, right? So there's a difference in cost and investment. There's also a difference in how I invest the resource of my time. I only have so many minutes to spend. How am I going to invest this for a return? Is it better for me to binge watch Netflix or should I be re-watching that class and listening in again? Is it better for me to go spend time with the kids right now and use the time after they're in bed to do this? Or is this urgent and I need to take care of it? I can't answer all those questions for you. These are questions we each have to answer in our own every day, right? But every moment is the decision for how I'm going to direct the flow of these resources that God has given me with which to steward what he's put in my hands. The treasure resource. If you believe that God owns it all, does he own all of your money or is just 10% his? A lot of us have been brought up under the cultural belief that 10% is God's and I get to do what I want with the 90. I don't believe that's biblical. There is a biblical principle for giving a 10th of what God entrusts to us directly back into his work, but he never says the rest of the 90 is yours. It's all of him. It's all his. I get to steward everything I have. I get to steward for him. When we moved to Campeche in 2010 from another ministry, we had to sell everything we owned. We came with three babies and eight months pregnant with number four, 15 suitcases to our name. We came to live in a house that wasn't ours, that didn't even have a kitchen and do what God had called us to do. And from that time to this, God has provided furniture and tools and clothing for kids that keep outgrowing everything. He's provided an amazing historic home. Our home is on the National Registry of Historic Places in Mexico. How cool is that? He's provided an Airbnb space where we get to host guests and show strangers from around the world the love of Christ. And when it's not busy, we get to host things like this here. All of that came from nothing because when you invest what you have, God can multiply. An investment of your ROI, an investment looking at the, the time, investment of the treasure. It's all his, God, what do you want me to do with this? When I make money in my business, I have to go consult the owner. What do you want us to do? We've got an opportunity to invest over here. We've got an opportunity to sponsor over here. We've got an opportunity for training. We've got an opportunity to help. We've got an opportunity to give. Lord, what do you want me to do with the money that you have in this business? How do you want us to invest those resources? And then your team. How are you investing in your team? How are you using your team to continue to do the work that God has given you to do? Are you pouring into them? We have been praying for this event for months. My children have been praying for this event for months. When you bring your team into what God is doing, then you get to mentor them. And then God flows through you to bless them, to bless other people. We met yesterday with our team behind the scenes for this event and prayed over all of this. That is an outflow of what we've, how we've taught the culture in our business to be a reflection of the kind of service and community that we believe God wants for our business. That mentorship, that those, those relationships then flow from, from me to my team and then out to you guys. All of this is how we steward for that ROI.
Does it mean that everyone who receives a blessing from me or from my team is going to say yes and invest with me? Probably not. But every one of them will walk away and Lord willing, have nothing bad to say about my God because of their interaction with me. This is being that example of the believers, right? In how we steward all of these things. Um, and, and with this is this idea of legacy. What if this is going to last? If it's a cost, it goes away, it disappears. If it's an investment for a return, we're expecting it to last, right? When you make an investment into your, your RO, um, 401k, sorry, I had to think of the word, make an investment into a 401k, or you make an invest, put money aside in the savings, right? You're going to expect some kind of a return for the long run. When you start, um, somebody in here this morning was talking about a financial plan, Mary, right? When you start thinking about the legacy piece of what you're investing right now financially so that your, your children will have something after you, like what's the legacy of your business? If God called you home today, what would be left to continue to teach people and bless people from your business? We have been putting things into place systematically so that Lord willing, if something happened to tap an eye, the business could continue to support the children. They could still sell our courses. They could still sell our books. It could still continue to provide for them and have an impact on people into the future. What are you doing that's going to outlive you? Maybe it's in the courses you create. Maybe it's in the um, books or, or, or things that you're writing and putting out there, but maybe it's also in your team. Maybe there's a legacy piece there with the people that you're impacting, your clients and your team that's going to outlive you. Generations yet unborn whose very lives are going to be shifted and shaped by the moves that you make and the actions you take tonight and tomorrow and tomorrow night and the next day and the next. Your decision on a cost versus an investment. Your decision on doing it all myself or delegating what I can to make a bigger ROI. Your decision on what languaging I will use in my marketing. Your decision on what stories you're going to tell that are going to call people to you in your business. They seem small and insignificant, but in the lives of the people, God knows you're going to touch them huge. And in the lives of the people they will touch, this is huge. Do you want a bigger team that you can impact and pour into? Do you want a bigger amount that you're able to give away and invest? Do you want more time to go do those acts of service and be involved in those charity things? Having a business is about doing what God created you to do so you can do more of what God created you to do. And if you're not where you want to be yet, define it so that you know where you're going. We had to map it out. We want to be at the point where we have this many people doing things that we don't have to do ourselves so that we have the time to pour into the things that we do love doing, that we are gifted at doing. We want to be at the point where we can live and give as God directs. If he says, give a hundred thousand, that we could just do it. I don't want to have to go back to anyone, any human for permission. When God says, do this, give there, go help that. But it comes from being a good steward of the resources I currently have and having that growth mindset of how do we grow this thing? So I want you to just spend a few minutes right now thinking about your time, your treasure, your team, where do you want to be? Set some of those specific goals. God puts those visions in your heart, not because you're greedy. Somebody asked at an event I spoke at recently, 
how do I know when this becomes greed? I'm like, do you want what God wants? Do you want to serve him? Do you want to do his will? Do you think he's going to let you miss what he wants you to do? When your heart is to do what he wants, you can trust that the desires he's putting there is to push you in the right direction. It's okay to want more tool to do a better job with what he's entrusted you. What do you want in your business? What's the vision God is giving for the more, for the extra? Where is he taking this? Where is he growing it? Journal about some of those things for your time, your treasure, and your team. Where are you now? Where do you see God leading you? Where do you want to be in the future? 